0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. The Capital One Venture X business card earns unlimited double miles on every purchase. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com/slash VentureX Business.
1: Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. As Russia unleashed one of the largest aerial bombardments yet in its war on Ukraine, Ukraine's UN ambassador spoke at the United Nations. He told those gathered that the world must respond to Russia's continuing aggression.
2: There is only one solution. Russia must be deprived of its ability to produce weapons, to finance its military aggression and to threaten the world.
1: In Russia's latest attack, more than 120 missiles and drones have been fired. More than 30 civilians have been killed, with more bodies still buried by rubble. The United Kingdom, meanwhile, has announced a new package of air defense missiles for Ukraine. Willem Marks reports. The new shipment of 200 air defense missiles will rearm weapon systems Britain had previously supplied and will help protect Ukrainian citizens and infrastructure against what the UK's defense minister called murderous Russian airstrikes. The U.K. was the first country to supply modern tanks to Kiev's embattled military and continues to publicly push other nations to maintain the flow of weapons to support Ukraine. That's Marx reporting. Ohio's Republican governor has vetoed a bill that would have prevented transgender kids from receiving some gender-affirming medical care. As Ohio Public Radio's Joe Ingalls reports, the measure also sought to ban trans athletes from girls' and women's sports teams.
0: Governor Mike DeWine said trans children would be at greater risk of harm if he had signed the bill. These tough, tough decisions should not be made by the government. Uh, They should not be made by the state of Ohio. They should be made by the people who love these kids the most and that's the parents. DeWine is calling for some parts of the bill to be included in state administrative code, like banning gender-affirming surgeries for minors and collecting data on medical care provided to trans kids. He's hoping that will be enough to stave off an effort by his fellow Republicans to override the veto. For NPR News, I'm Joe Ingalls in Columbus.
1: Attorneys for former President Donald Trump say they're now planning to appeal decisions in both Maine and Colorado that have removed him from the primary ballot in those states in 2024. As NPR's Domenico Montanaro reports, the decisions are part of a patchwork of opinions and rulings that are headed in just one direction.
2: It's hard to see how the U.S. Supreme Court doesn't respond soon to what's happening. Maine and Colorado are now the two states that have decided Trump should be disqualified because of his role in inspiring the January 6, 2021 insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. A handful of other states, including Michigan, Minnesota, and California, have said he can stay on the ballot, and there are cases pending in at least a dozen more states— All of this is happening with just weeks until primary season in a presidential election year, and pressure has to be building among the justices to settle the matter. Domenico Montanaro, NPR News, Washington. Stocks
1: finished lower on the last day of trading for the year, and you're listening to NPR News. For the second time this month, the Biden administration is bypassing Congress to approve an emergency weapons sale to Israel. Secretary of State Antony Blinken told Congress Friday that he has made a second emergency determination that allows a $147.5 million sale of equipment. The Indian government is slamming a Washington Post report that says prominent critics of the government appear to have had spyware installed on their iPhones. The report was done in partnership with Amnesty International. NPR's Dia Hadid has more.
3: Minister Rajiv Chandraskar, whose brief includes technology, accused the Washington Post of a story that was, quote, half facts, fully embellished. Chandrasekhar referred to warnings that were issued by Apple in October to about 20 iPhone users in India, warning them that their devices may have been compromised. He noted Apple did not attribute threats to any specific state-sponsored attacker. The investigation by Amnesty in the Washington Post found traces of a controversial Israeli spyware on the phones of prominent critics and journalists. One of the reporters was investigating links between the Prime Minister Narendra Modi and a billionaire business owner. Diya Hadid, NPR News, Ayodhya, India.
1: On Wall Street, the S&P 500 closed out the year with a gain of more than 24 percent, easing inflation and a resilient economy and the prospect of lower interest rates all combined to encourage investors. The Dow Jones Industrial Average, meanwhile, rose more than 13 percent for the year, and the Nasdaq was up 43 percent, driven by gains in big tech companies. I'm Dale Willman, NPR News.